What is up, our friends from the internet? It's a very special episode of the Tech Yeah Games podcast. I'm your host, Tony, here with my very special co-host, Leo. Yeah, happy to be here. It's it's the most exciting time of the year. Uh, I mean, you could say that. Like, uh, that, that could be said <laughs> by someone with some level of authenticity. Yeah. So I, I guess that's true. I didn't, right? I, yeah, that wasn't me, but <laughs> I'm yeah, not quoting I, myself I, here. <laughs> I probably wouldn't say that. Uh, so I think what, what my friend here is alluding to is very that carefully. it is yeah, very carefully alluding to is that we are, we are like fifths deep in E3 right now. Yep. Like it is Saturday the 12th when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ubisoft show is going to start in 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we are not going to like talk. We're not even going to watch it. It seems because we're going to be recording the show. <laughs> yeah. The things we do for but, you uh, all. But yeah, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. No, I think I that's don't the story, right? Is that like who fucking cares about E three this year? Yeah. Um, what we talked about last week, but um, but yeah, it is it is gamer Christmas, and uh, no one got you any presents. Yeah, that's so that's. I think that's a good way to put it. It does feel like, hey, everyone, we all like this thing, right? And then it's like, even yeah, just nobody cares this time, including the companies. Yeah, it's very much like Christmas last year, right? Yeah, Where it's it like. Is. Uh, maybe I won't see my family. I guess we won't do shopping yeah. and, uh, I'll just stay home. Just me and my girlfriend. I'll get each other something. And that's kind of Christmas. That's going to be the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was nice. I mean, it's still, it's still like E3. It's still nice. Yeah, totally. It's just not what it was, you know, like it's just not the, yeah, it's, the thing. It's different. It was. It's very, quite different, Leo. I think that's the best way to put it. I am. Uh, and I think, well, I think the next week we'll probably have, uh, you know, we can go over specifically if, if there were any big announcements or anything. But for now, we're just, uh, yeah, just going to tune in as sort of. <laughs> yeah, I think next week we'll have a lot more to talk about. Because I really do want to talk about the Xbox stuff after yeah. we hear what it is. Same. Uh, and we will get into Summer Games Fest stuff here in the news section. So that'll be most of what we talk about is what was there. Yeah. Um, Excited. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited too. There's a lot to talk about there. And I thought that, you know, it's funny. I think Keeley stuff does end up being kind of more exciting than the main show, which for better or worse, right? Like it does seem to have more to offer than, um, than these shows end up having. Yeah. It's very but, strange how it's sort of evolved into that. Um, yeah. Very odd. Uh, it's very odd. <laughs> well, with that being said, Leo, uh, what have you been playing this week? Yeah. So this week I didn't play a lot um i did beat resident Evil 8 on the hardest difficulty setting finally so i can kind of like um put that on the shelf and be done with it it was quite challenging it was one of those games where it's like uh it's super easy because i was using infinite weapons i'm not like super hardcore but uh and then when you get to the end it's really hard (laughs) so it's very strange it's like a huge difficulty spike which is actually quite annoying and further cemented the fact that like dude the back half of that game is very rough and even mechanically you can tell but anyway, obviously I enjoyed it since I played it so much, and I am happy that I completed on the hardest difficulty setting and can move forward. Um, when you beat it on the hardest difficulty, does Lady D like step on you until you die? No, no, she's only Is in the beginning. Like, sadly, it's not like an unlock or something. No, that would have been cool though. That would have been so cool. <laughs> like that would have been the, that would have been the coolest. <laughs> only on the hardest difficulty setting, they're like, yeah, only- "You got this far. Now, finally, we'll deliver." <laughs> yeah, finally you'll get what you actually came here for. <laughs> what you paid your uh, sixty, seventy dollars for? Yeah, one-handed controls for this <laughs> this section of the game. Yeah, um, I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah, it's okay. I apologize. <laughs> it just shows where your head's at. 
appreciate the authenticity. Always. Always. <laughs> um, I did, however, get Demon Souls, though, finally, uh, which I'm actually excited to start probably this weekend. So I'll have more to say about it yeah, next week. Yeah, go off, King. Let's see. But it. I was curious real quick um, if you had any sort of... I've never played it, really. So if you have any sort of high-level advice or, uh, you know, tips and tricks. Uh, that's a really tough question. I know. Um, you know, I, I do, actually. I do have high-level advice for Demon's Souls. <laughs> and I think... If there's um, one thing I have... <laughs> The advice I would give you for Demon Souls is like, uh, don't be proud. Don't just try and figure it out. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, that may seem like, no, I want to go into this fresh. Like, you know, I don't want to look at other stuff. Like, I just want to like get into this game and like play it how it's meant to be played. Yeah. That's not how it's meant to be played. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like it. I don't think the the pretext was ever that you're gonna blindly just stumble through and sort out how this stuff works and. Yeah um like you know i don't want to play you know you know like the the sorcerer like the i think it's the prince or whatever they call him the the caster class is by far the strongest to start with and i think a lot of people go in with this pretense like i don't want to play the overpowered class i want to play the cool class right yeah and that's fine but at some level like all classes sort of mesh out in the end yeah um unless you're going for a real like min max build so it's like i don't know maybe start a little overpowered totally. maybe Maybe read some guides, you know, if you're like, especially if you're getting stuck and you're not sure where to go. Like, um, like I, I know a lot of people kind of look at games like, oh no, I got to like do it the right way. And I just think the right way with this game is like reading stuff and, um, trying to make yourself powerful enough to like overcome things that seem impossible, you know? And part of that is making choices that might not seem like fair to the game, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool, uh, actually. It's like that sort of design is baked into the whole process. It's like part of the game is engaging with, uh, you know, pe people talking about it. That's cool. That's good advice, actually. Yeah. I will say, like, Demon Souls and Dark Souls for me, like, and I think it's really interesting. Like, so I was really into, like, uh, like V-boards and VB, VB boards and IRC and yeah. uh, all that stuff when I was younger. A right? wee like, lad. I used to play competitive. A wee lad. I used to play, like, competitive <laughs> tribes and tribes, too. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of that stuff happened over places like that, yeah. you know, and cause you need to, to kind of coordinate like ladder matches and team scrims and practices and, and all that kind of stuff when you're a kid. And yeah. that's, what's kind of important to you. And I never really did any of that for other games, like non-competitive games. It just didn't make any sense, right? It's a single player game. Like, why do you need that? Yeah. And demon souls and dark souls were the first games where, uh, you know, the same people from these boards, we would like, let's open a vent server. It's always going to be running and it's for when you're playing dark souls. Right. Yeah. And we would all just be in there and be like, I saw this on a fact. I saw this on a, on a, yes. on a news group thing. And, uh, here's how you beat this. Or like, this is what your strength should be. And, uh, you know, make sure you get this ring first. And, um, and that was a lot of my process going through those games initially. Uh, was that and then reading like you know we'd have forum posts about it and stuff but it was the first game i can remember sitting in live chats and with dark souls like xbox live chat just having yeah. a live chat going the whole time you're playing um to kind of just like fucking figure it out right like as you went with a bunch of people that were kind of doing the same thing and i thought it was cool but it was a very different experience for me than other games i'd played before that yeah that is really cool that's an interesting kind of time um it's almost like the equivalent of you know sharing tips on the playground when you're really little and you'd like you know you're both trying to get through ocarina of time or whatever and be like hey 
that's cool yeah it is like it was the more niche thing yeah. right because the game is was all especially back then it was very niche like so you know there wasn't like no one at work was playing yeah Demon souls at launch you know yeah. I mean? like yeah how, yeah how it's changed yeah we'll talk a little bit more about his his newer game later but yeah i'm, I'm super excited to, to really dive into it and that's good advice just uh don't be afraid to do some reading and kind of meet the game on its own terms cool yeah for sure nice the other game that i did beat we talked a little bit about this but i thought it'd be fun to briefly chat about it is i finally beat shadowbringers the final fantasy expansion Ooh. yeah and i know we've talked about it a lot on the show and obviously this will be spoiler heavy so if you're like me and still trying to get through that final piece of dlc feel free to skip ahead a little bit but yeah man it was awesome it's awesome, right? Yeah, it really was. It's just so crazy and like out there, but really out there in a way that I very much appreciated. We talked about this on Discord, but the whole sequence kind of at the end, <clears throat> excuse me, where you're kind of in like this underwater city, very rapture vibes, and there's just these giants everywhere, and uh, they're very cool, and like the, the dialogue's really interesting, and they're like these sh- memories and shadows. Like th- that whole thing was kind of out of left field, but really amazing and creative and felt just awesome unexpected and really well executed and yeah it was just really cool yeah it really makes you wonder like were they just sitting in a room and be like we gotta like we gotta justify why these astians are such pieces of shit you know like what what got them here and then they kind of created this whole sequence that is heartbreaking in a lot of ways right and um and it really does kind of color the fact that like oh that's this is why these people are just like fucked up you know like like this got them there and some people some of them became like homicidal maniacs and some of them yeah. became um you know like kingmakers to try and change the course of politics and history and you know like it it really does uh work in that way that um really makes you think about all your experiences before that and i think that that's it's powerful the way they did it. It's I think it's great. I, like it's I agree. Great. It like recontextualizes uh, the villainy of of the Asians and like um yeah that's what a good villain is right. We talked about this too, but like they should they yeah evil for evil's sake is fine, but it's certainly more compelling and more interesting if it's really built out. And like when he's talking about it and really kind of being like, hey guys, fuck you. You think you know what's going on, but you don't. I do. I you're kind of like, damn, he's right. <laughs> though like he's not wrong the problem is he's just an asshole about it and he's like you're all weak and like you, you don't deserve to be alive versus this thing of like hey the world you live in is like a shittier version of the world that we lived in and i'm just trying to restore everything back to how it was supposed to be which is actually a pretty compelling like recontextualization of that whole conflict it's very cool and it's handled i think pretty gracefully um, I almost wish they hadn't kind of leaned in at the end to his more just like, well, fuck you. I'm a, I'm a real jerk. He was kind of more interesting as like a, um, you know, just, just a different perspective. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, though. But I do think, th- I do think that's kind of harkens back to like, maybe not human nature, but maybe just like the nature of being right. Like, I think we do, uh, we all kind of look down on like lesser beings, yep. you know what I mean? Like if you got a, if you got to kill a bunch of bugs that got in your exactly. house, you're not like, you don't like justify it. You know, you know, you know, you're not like, yeah. you're not like, Oh, Hey, spiders. Like maybe sometimes you do. Cause it's like fun. It makes you feel better. But you know, for the most part, you just murder them and throw them in the garbage, you know? Yeah. Um, and even like, you know, even the way humans across all of history have treated people that are like indigenous people yep. or, you know, like 
people we think aren't as smart as us or not as uh, advanced as us, right? Yeah. Like, you could say that that was the old days or that was a different time, but no, that's the current time and that's yeah. the way we'll treat people in the future as well. Uh, you don't like, you know, you don't like learn their language and try and uh, elevate them, right? Like, uh, and if they do like rebel, if they do fight back, it really only aggravates you. It doesn't, um, it doesn't like bring you to their cause or, or, or justify their existence to you. It just makes them even more of a menace and even more of a, uh, a thorn in your side you know so yeah I, I agree with you i think that's a better story the way you say it but I, I also think it's uh maybe too unrealistic in some ways yeah yeah and i, I even right. the fact we're having this conversation i think speaks to kind of the lofty elevation of um you know just how they frame this and at no point does it feel preachy or obnoxious it's like there's a a sequence that really stood out was when they're talking about it he's like look i'm not having a moral debate with you like moral relativism and all that like we're not doing that here I'm just telling you what I experienced. I was like, see, that's cool, right? They're not like bogged down by, well, my experience is different. Therefore, it's valid. It was just like, a, I don't know, they kind of skipped over all that bullshit that I think a lot of video games, um, and, and you know, with all due respect to JRPGs, I think they struggle with this sort of over, this tendency to over-explain, especially old Square Enix ones, as good as they are. Yeah. Um, and this game really dodged that and kind of, yeah, tackled complex themes in a pretty adult way that I... Yeah, anyway, I really appreciate it. And it looked great, and the music was awesome. And, uh, you know, as a game, it was very fun. And, yeah, it's not an unpopular opinion that Shadow Ringers is really cool, but I really enjoyed finishing it off, and I'm super excited to to keep moving forward. Yeah, I found the cold logic of it very refreshing. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially in that space, right? Yeah, so many JRPGs especially. But games in general, like, um, come from this, like, uh, really... I don't know what you'd want to call it, like preachy kind of existential mindset yeah. where uh, people are constantly kind of examining their motivations yeah. and uh, and exploring like what is right and wrong and what is moral and immoral. And it's like every game does that. It's really like, you know, that space is full of people that um, and I think spaces in general, I think books do this yeah, as well. Sure. Like fantasy books are constantly oh, yeah. doing this kind of thing. Um, and that's why I think George R. R. Martin books are like, really great like as much as they're kind of a meme now right like i think the the lack of like of like moral ex exploration in those books is what makes them so good is like why people cling to them so much Agreed. uh because it's got this cold logic that is just like so visceral and real you know yeah. and um and i think shadowbringers does a great job of kind of just living in that space and being like no this is like I, this is what i'm getting done like you know like yeah. this is not about I, I, in your eyes, I know I'm wrong. You know, like that's not even a question. Yeah. Like you don't have to convince exactly. Me, we don't. Right? We don't like, even need to talk about it. Like we have, we both know yeah. that already. Let's move on to the interesting idea. Like that's what was so refreshing. Um. Yeah, it's not an anime episode. No. You're not gonna like show me the the error of my ways, exactly. and I'm just gonna sacrifice my plans to your like more noble cause. Mm -hmm. Like fuck that. Like yeah. Well, and, and, I knew you would not like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. And what's cool about it is it still has the the fun trappings of anime, which is like the, the the insanity of it and the sense of scale and the colors and the like, just total over the top um, aesthetics of it, which are really cool. But also, it's it's grounded in this sort of more. A sophisticated method of telling a story it's just a really really hits the right spot of like being the best of that, both worlds i guess that last fight in the crystal tower is great that's fucking awesome like it's so fun and he turns it's into so like awesome. such a crazy monster like it was just fun looking at that model just like dude who made this it's so crazy like the, yeah 
Yeah, and like the mid fight, like the change, like when all the heroes come out, you know, yeah. and like it doesn't, it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's so great. cool. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm glad to, I'm not caught up yet, but I'm getting there and I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, I know we've gone on for a while, but I just wanted to say one last thing, which was I did, the reason I didn't play a lot of games was I was actually working on mine. Uh, and, you know, I can maybe talk more about it at some point when it's like actually out in the wild. But the reason I bring it up is because, man, Games are really hard to make, even really simple so, ones. Like, so hard. And we talked about this a little bit before, but I was just like, even making something as simple as mine, which is made in RPG Maker, like they're still, it's fucking complicated. It's so complicated. And the idea of looking at something like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or, or any open world game, um, just really recognizing how insanely complicated and difficult these games are to make and how we really do take that for granted. Uh, I don't know. It just... Just really gave me some insight in like, damn, I can barely make this very simple thing. That the logistics of creating something that ambitious are are truly mind boggling. Yeah, and I think what's really crazy is like just beyond like even you know, like there's this this there's this programming terror of this thing that is just so complex. Like even a simple thing is so complicated yep. and has so many moving parts yeah. and they can all break and yes. the, the chains can all fall apart. Exactly. But then there's also like the visuals yeah right like like creating like all of these graphics and graphics and textures and, and sound you know, it's not sound yeah like it's not even like just oh i just got to figure out this hard part and the rest of it kind of falls in line exactly. it's like no everything is the hard part you know what i mean like yep. like everything is immensely complex and so difficult and uh and yeah it really is uh so these games are an achievement, yeah. you know, like I love video games because they are a fucking achievement. They're, they're amazing. They're ama- staggering and incredible and, uh, and just do such incredible things, yeah. you know? And, and the fact and that especially the fact when, they don't collapse under their own weight, even though, you know, we rightfully do criticize games that are glitchy or, you know, I think it's totally fine to have high expectations, but it's a fucking miracle that any open world game runs at all, <laughs> I guess is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's why when we, you know, we were just talking about Final Fantasy XIV, yeah. and I think when we look back on it, and the reason that game's so amazing, like, I don't think it's the best game in no, so many ways. not at all. You know? Mechanically, it's but certainly f- not. But the fact that, like, Yoshi P loves it so much yeah. and finds a way to make it resonate, like, despite its flaws, is, is incredible. Yeah. It's, like, truly incredible to me that someone can be like, I can just muscle this thing out with, like, love in a way that that will really touch people mm-hmm. is is just amazing it's just amazing to me and it's why i love games so much yeah i i totally agree and and working on this as again as simple as it is has really only reaffirmed the like hey just the the level of effort is staggering even in a terrible game um so just just something to keep in mind and that's really kind of highlighted that and then yeah when i was playing Shadowbringers, it kept coming up as well i was just like god this is such a labor of love right and it's so evident and clear as you play it that everyone working on this loves it and that yeah it was very clear it would be so it would be so easy to skip these details yeah you know what i mean like like all games do right like you have to like the music right just the music everywhere just being like being thoughtful enough to be like oh no we need uh, like a fully orchestrated track for this moment and it's like that's gonna that's gonna cost so much effort yeah. and money and time, time. Yeah. and it's like yeah it's what we need for this two minutes that yeah. someone's gonna experience it's what we're doing and it's like 
It's like, why? Like, why? Why do we have to do this? It doesn't make any sense. And it's like, because I fucking love this game and that's what I want, I want it to, to be good. Right now, you know? Yeah. yeah. I want it to be good. I want it to like feel amazing. We need to like redo the whole near soundtrack in, in Final Fantasy it up. Okay. Let's exactly. do it. You know, and you're just like, what in the world are you thinking? You fucking <laughs> animal. You know? Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. But the, yeah, exactly. But then when you play it, it kind of becomes clear. It's like, oh. That's what happens when you <laughs> really just engage well, with something that you're creating and, and make it the best it can be. And it's such a clear vision. It's like, even when it's bad, it's still just awesome. And it's kind of, I mean, you say it, it's clear when you play it, but it's kind of unclear, which is what's so incredible about it. Like all these things that obviously took so much time and effort, you kind of hardly notice yeah. like as you're experiencing it True. until you like realize like the sum of all these parts has like made this a very like moving and like like why was this so good you yeah. know like like what made this so incredible and you look back and it's like oh it's got like incredible music like the writing's just great yep. like i love these the characters acting. like yeah. yeah the voice acting it's like you look back and you're like i didn't notice any of these parts when i did it like uh, individually yep. right uh but but the sum was just so great that it's like like who who could be thoughtful enough to like to know to put all these parts right it's like someone made a cake and they're like no i need to like go out to hawaii and <laughs> yeah. get the finest sugar cane like on my own like yeah. bespoke for this this cake right and you're like why would someone do that and it's like i need to raise beautiful hens to give me the <laughs> eggs i need right like yeah. like really every every moment and part is so bespoke that it's just it's uh it really just makes the best cake. Yeah. You know? And maybe you don't even notice. They're like, damn, this is a good cake. And then after you're you're done to keep torturing this analogy, after you're done eating the cake, you're like, dude, that was the best cake I've ever had. I didn't even notice how good it was while like, I was eating it. They made it look it's... so easy, right? Yeah. How did you make it so good? And he's like, I don't know. The eggs were pretty special. And you're like, yeah, that's true. It's like in the flour uh, <laughs> yeah. was a lot of work. And you're like, yeah, it was. Holy shit. You're right. You know, like, I didn't it, think it, about that. But yeah. yes, it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And, it's I, crazy. and I do think making a game again, even a very simple one is really just makes it so painfully clear how, how much work goes into even a shitty game and, and a really good game. It's even more just utterly mind boggling. So, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. one of the things I like about doing the podcast. Yeah. Right. Is like how much it shows you like, like what goes into like content, mm -hmm. like you know, because even our our podcast, it's not a big deal. It's not like heavily produced. It's yeah, pretty it's easy, fairly to make, straightforward. Right? Yeah, yeah, super straightforward. But it definitely like makes you appreciate, yeah, like what goes into making content, and uh, it really lets me kind of enjoy that more, or be far more critical yeah. when people uh fuck up their production or their audio or whatever right you're like oh if you just would have done this you know like yeah. it's it's so funny it is funny um, it's yeah it's it's yeah. fun having yeah sort of more insight into how something's created it's like yeah if you work in a restaurant um you have very different expectations when you go to a restaurant because you just kind of get it um so yeah yeah anyway I, I know that i worked at the outback steakhouse so i know <laughs> you know everything all about fine dining <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, it was, you, uh, yeah, did you that was, play anything else, Leo? I, I before, I mean, I feel like we can talk about this. We all could, day. Yeah. I played a little bit more Zelda, yeah. some other stuff, but, um, I was actually really curious what you played this week. So you want to know what I played I, this week? Yeah. Huh? I, I think this time I do. You want to yeah. get into it. I really uh, want to know. <laughs> so I played final fantasy 14 this week. Oh, what's that? Uh, Sounds quite great. A bit. Do you like it? Yeah, quite a bit. I really enjoy it. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. My uh my paladin is level seventy nine, okay, 
And I'm like, oh, I should just get him to 80. And for some reason, I'm fucking such a stupid madman. I'm like, I'm a play ninja. <laughs> I just started leveling a ninja. That's funny. Right? And it's like, why not just get him to 80 first and then play the ninja? But it was just like, I'm tired of doing the same thing right now. Like, you know. Yeah. And, it's like it's um, like quitting high school when you have two weeks till graduation. Like, just wait. You're almost there. <laughs> It's like enrolling in another high school. Yeah, exactly. you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, right. like start, <laughs> starting from grade starting nine, ninth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but as a ninja, <laughs> yeah, that's my whole take on that. Ninjas are great. They're not very good in the game, but they're still pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, easy to love a ninja. Easy to love a ninja. Um, and um, you know, it's funny. Like, so in in Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's, I'll just it's a little ninja side story. This isn't <laughs> specifically Final Fantasy fourteen. But um, in Final Fantasy fourteen, but in like Naruto and stuff too, when they do a fireball, they say katon, right? K A T O N, like katon, to okay, fireball. Interesting, yeah. And I would say that, and my girlfriend would always be like, "That's not a word. Don't say it." She's from Japan, and she'd be like, "That's not a word. That's so dumb. <laughs> like, why do you say that? That's only Naruto." And I said, "No, they do it in Final Fantasy fourteen too. It's got to be a thing, right?" Yeah. And she's like, "That's that's nothing I've ever heard of, right?" And so last night I'm like, "You know what? Fuck you." And I looked it up. <laughs> And um, and so Ka means fire, obviously. Right. Obviously, right? of course. Uh, and tone T O N means like uh, run away or escape, hmm. right? And so I was telling her this, and she's like, "I I don't even." She's like, "I don't even know that word tone. Like that's not even that's not a word anyone uses in Japanese." And I'm like, "Well, here's the kanji. It's a word, you know." <laughs> yeah, it does and exist. It does exist. <laughs> and so I guess what it is is like ninjas like a real ninjas not like cartoon ninjas um would do like katon but it was they would like throw down fire and then use it to run away yeah right or they would do like suiton like water escape and they would like jump in the water or something right like that was like part like their elemental like a uh, move was to like use an element to like escape which, right? which is just so fucking cool so cool, like, what right? is cooler fucking, than that? I don't think anything. Fucking incredible, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so that was like the real world way they used it, but like that kind of became the word they that was used in reference to ninjas using like elemental things, yeah. right? So, because they would throw fire and say katon and escape, katon became like any time you would throw fire, yeah. right? Huh. And that's why it exists. My girlfriend, if you're listening, to like. <laughs> She listened to like 10 seconds of my explanation and literally was like, I'm not interested in this. And, and you're like, like, what do you mean? They're ninjas. On. How are you not interested yeah, in ninjas? Yeah, it's a fucking, it's ninja knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to, how could you not be interested in ninja background information? Yeah, regardless of you your know? country of origin, it's not why. Yeah, it's like just because ninjas are fucking culture. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sure culture. she loves having you explain her culture to her. I'm, she's really into it. Yeah. Um, so she quickly tuned me out. Um, and no one else would listen, so I told you guys. Well, listen, I I, I, I genuinely learned. appreciate it, and I feel like I know now. And next time I see a ninja, probably not a real one, but in some sort of art, and they say that, I'll know why. So thank you. Yeah. Or if you want to like me, run around the house and <laughs> throw fire fingers up. <laughs> so hold your fingers up in front of your mouth and say katon and and pretend you're shooting fire. Um, do it. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. So I'll give it a shot. Yeah, why not? Right? It's more fun than not doing it. True. So, uh, so that's my ninja story. That's my Final Fantasy fourteen story. Uh, the the other games I played this week uh, is Ratchet and Clank. Oh, so, fuck yeah! 
yeah. So Ratchet and Clank came out for PS5 mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think it was well Thursday, Thursday. night at nine yeah. is when I started. I played it a little bit Thursday night. Um, I'm pretty far into it. I think I'm honestly like kind of in the home stretch on it. I'm probably. I probably since Thursday, Thursday night, yesterday night, and then this morning, maybe like ten hours in, nine hours in. Yeah, it sounds I've about quite a bit. That sounds about right. It's those. probably like twelve hours, right? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, how long? Let's see. I think. Yeah, it says the game is like ten to twenty hours. So yeah. that's probably about right. Like I've got a mission to go fight the last guy. Does that mean that's the end? Probably not. I bet there's a couple yeah. times where the floor falls out and you got to go chase them around the galaxies. But um, and there is a lot of like side stuff to unlock and collectibles and arenas and stuff, you know. Um, but the game is great. The game is so good. Like, it's incredible. It visually, it's amazing. Like, yeah, it's pretty, like, pretty mind-boggling. I haven't played it, I but can't like, believe... even just watching the digital foundry, like the the level of quality on the textures is is completely ridiculous. Talk about you know what the, you were talking about earlier about just like they did not need to do that, but they did anyway. The reflections in this game, yeah, are so next level that like it's it's hard to imagine. Like, I'm I played the whole game in like. uh RT performance. I don't know what they call it, but it's 60 frames with ray tracing on. Yeah. Right. And so, but not, it's 4K. got some like lowered. No, it's got some lower resolution, but it's almost 4k the yeah. whole time. Like it's like 1900 P or like 1600 P. Right. So, uh, definitely higher than, uh, like 2k. Right. Yeah. But, um, it just looks so good. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you know, like that stuff is so like kind of irrelevant. Cause it, because the things you would worry about not being in high enough resolution, like the ray tracing really helps clean that stuff up because the reflections look so clean and like the, the textures look so clean. Um, but like just in motion, the game is just incredible at 60 frames. It's incredible. Like you have this dash in the game where you, it's a, just a dash, right? But the way it animates it is like you, um, they're kind of, you copy out into like, it's kind of like you stretch out, you know, and there's like after oh, images yeah. of you behind you that catch up into your body again afterwards. Oh, that's cool. And just like the way that animates in 60 frames and super high resolution, it just looks amazing. Um, it's just, it's great. It's great. I love the game. The writing's good. It's still kind of kitty, right? Because yeah. it's Ratchet and Clank, but it's good. Um, Rivet is great. Yeah. Like her character's so good. Like her voice actress is it's so Jennifer good. Hill, like, right? Yeah, she makes me laugh. I think she's just like, she's so charming. Like, I love this little Lombax. Like, uh, everyone's just so good in it. And just these themes of like, um, like friendship and like insecurity. And like, it really tackles some, I mean, I don't want to say tackles, right? It's not like diving deep in these, like, you know, in psychosis and mental health, yeah, of right? Course. But, nor does it have to. Nor does it have to, but it, it really touches on these uh on these kind of moments of like insecurity and they're very like tender and like um and very like the characters are so charming and like are so like genuinely good and out to help each other that it it really is very heartwarming and touching as these characters kind of um explore their insecurities and the characters around them kind of uh, really like hold out their hands to them and are like, nah, like we're going to, we're going to figure it out. Like, it's going to be great, you know? Yeah. And it is, it's always great because it's like, you're, 
your great characters with great character friends in this great looking game that's fun and exciting like i love it it's so good it's pretty amazing that uh yeah they're just on fucking fire right now like because spider-man's kind of the same deal right it's just like very charming and sweet without being saccharine or, or annoying um and just looks insane and yeah with that studio is just on a fucking tear and it's really cool to hear that they they've done it again yeah i think um you know i think i like about this game like over spider-man which i like spider-man yeah but uh you know it's using the source material that's very like real world and so like the villains are are kind of cheesy and saccharine right because because it's spider-man like (laughs) Yeah, it's Spider-Man, yeah. right? And especially like Miles Morales, which I loved. It's like, oh, she's my friend. I care about her, but she's bad. And she always makes the wrong choice. And you have to like, you fight. And she's like, no, you're a liar. So I'm going to blow up the world. You know, like <laughs> it, it really kind of it Spider-Man plays into this <laughs> Spider-Man melodrama, yeah. right? Which is, I love the game. Like this is not like a. Yeah, and I think a, it is tr- it's it. true to what Spider-Man is. I mean, that's kind of its whole shtick, but I totally hear you. Yeah, where this game doesn't have any of those like pretexts to pl- to to play with, right? It's it's Doctor Stupid Nefarious who's an idiot, right? And yeah. um and Ratchet and Clank who are just great and um and just a lot of good character, a lot of the side characters really good, the voice acting's really good. Um and it's so fun. And you know what's funny? Like before this game came out, um I played some of the remake last week, right? Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to check it out and people have been, I'd started seeing reviews of this game and kind of knew I was going to pick it up. And uh, you know, it's funny, like a lot of the, not a lot, this game has been critically very well reviewed, yeah. but a few people had criticisms, criticisms of it being like just another ratchet and clank game or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, Oh, it's another one, but it looks great. I don't know if you think that like, go play the last one. Right. Because, uh, this game is leaps and bounds better just on a mechanical level than like anything that game was doing. It's, I mean, it's better on a storytelling level. Like the pace is so much better, but even like the way you move in combat, the way your like gun reacts to your body position, you know, like all of these things, just the, the frenetic way you interact with uh, the world. It's just, it's all so much better. It is, um, it is impossible to like compare these games in their like time and place, you know, uh, to say it's just like an upgrade on that. I think does a real disservice to the fact that this game is miles better. Um, and I think, you know, due to time and learnings over time, yeah, of but, course and, and money. And I think due to, due to Spider-Man DNA, yeah. right? Like you can feel the Spider-Man DNA in this game and it only helps, right? Like make this game better. Yeah. It sounds know? like it's a uh, just extremely polished, in a way that's like yeah, uh, it, really attractive and cool, like yeah, like you said, just every everything it's trying to do, it does well. Yeah, everything's an achievement. Yeah, which is shocking, right? That's cool. Everything it does, it does really great. I haven't had any issues with it. It runs perfect. Yeah, you know, um, and it, it just very few games really like make me want to just like I'm just got to get through this whole thing. You know, yeah. um, like God of War was that way. Um, like Returnal, I love Returnal. Yeah, a lot it's of Sony games. Game. Love yeah. Sony games. A lot of though. Sony games, right? <laughs> it is funny how it's all Sony yeah. games, right? No one's talking uh, about Gears of War Judgment. Yeah, it's not the medium, <laughs> you know yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and this game is just like I just got to finish it, and maybe I'll like 
try and platinum it. I don't know. You know, like, like I'm already kind of not doing the later missions because I'm like, I want to like get all the weapons. You don't want it to be over. Do a bunch of upgrades. Yeah, you don't want it to be over. And, um, and yeah, I really do want to like, I got to like beat the arenas and, you know, there's just so much stuff to do and so many things to experience and fun guns to, to, play with that it's like eh, yeah i want to collect all the armor like it's great i love it uh you should play it everyone should play it um i'm sad because it came out the same time as guilty gear and i really want to buy guilty gear <laughs> but i like was like i don't want to spend 130 dollars on games this week especially when one i will probably play for a few days yeah. guilty gear and the other one i'll probably beat in a couple days right like i'll probably be done with both games next week yeah. and it's like it's a lot of money to spend totally like for that right but uh but yeah love ratchet clank so good yeah it sounds just like Um, super pure like just a really cool pure awesome video game which is like like we've talked about many times hey that's enough (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah being good at what you want to do even if it's not revolutionary but just being very good at it is kind of revolutionary in its own right and like very valuable yeah it's yeah it's it's great it's just a, a wonderful wonderful experience i wish i could borrow it but i know you don't have a disk drive so i guess that's not an option i'm not gonna ship it to you anyway (laughs) i I know you wouldn't how about that (laughs) it was like a weird dig at you that didn't like actually make any sense (laughs) yeah buy your own fucking game how about that we're fucking in our 30s like have you (laughs) i'm not not gonna spend 10 bucks to ship you a copy of ratchet and clank in the mail yeah we're we're fucking adults (laughs) man like you could just buy it like i I spent more than that at dinner last night (laughs) so Uh, just relax. Uh, yeah, great game. Cool. I love it. I'm glad to hear that. That's most of what I've been. That's most of what I've been playing, though. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, you know, a little Apex here and there. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else? I'm looking at my like installed games to see if there's something else I touched. I think I played a little Overwatch. Yeah, we talked uh, about that last I, week a little bit. Yeah, I had some friends that were playing it that are trying to like get into it again. I still. I, I don't. Just know, don't man. play. Yeah. Just don't do roll queue. I've been playing arcade a lot yeah. more. Like when I jump that's in, I where just it's play at. arcade. It is, but that also kind of sucks that that's where it's at. You know what I mean? Like it just—it's weird. It's it's weird, and it seems really kind of negative for the game yeah. to be like. I don't interact with it how they want me to play it at all. I just do this fucking thing they put in the corner. Yeah, yeah we talked about <laughs> yeah. this extensively last week, but I. I having that conversation kind of reframed it when I log in, I'm like, it, it, it is like, I'm going to the corner to find like the 20% of the game. I actually like, which is a little weird and, and not a, not a good sign. Although that new widow skin is fucking dope. I still think they make, the, they make the best skins that I've seen of any game. Um, I disagree. I know. I, I think a lot of people might, but as far as like just looking fucking awesome, I think they make the best skins. But then again, compared to like what apex, no, or league, which I'm not even engaged with, but I just don't like that art style. So I don't even know what the competition is necessarily, but I don't know. That widow skin's dope. That's all I'm saying. League has some great skins, but they're stuck in the league client. That's the problem. Yeah. Like if they were <laughs> animated like big so you could see yeah. them, like, oh, that's fucking Yeah, dope. they're very small. <laughs> the problem is they're very small in a broken client, so there's not even <laughs> a way to like preview them that looks good. Yeah, that's you know weird. what I mean? Like you never get to see the good version of it. So that's what sucks about it. Apex has some really good skins now, like some really good skins. Like uh, they're definitely upping their game. It depends on the season, though. That's the problem. Like some seasons, you're like, I want all these skins. Yeah. They're all so great. And some seasons, you're like, these are fucking bad. Uh, yeah, which is I think true for every game. Every Overwatch skin yeah. is not good. 
Uh, but I think a lot of them are bad. Agreed. I've but been, I think when they're at it, they're best. I, they're they're very cool. Now that I jumped back in and was looking at some of the skins, I was very much like, Ooh, a lot of these are. Just look at. Uh, I, I think they have a very clear like. You could tell what characters the artists like. You know, because like it, all the same yeah. people have the best skins. Mercy, Diva, Widowmaker, Diva, skins. and I don't think it's just because they're women. I think it's because those are just the coolest characters, and it's clear they're. They're just the coolest. Yeah, I think part of it's because they're like, I mean, because fans like them, yeah. right? Like, girls want to cosplay as them. Yep. Like, um, like the diva skins are like, they're awesome. I love all my diva skins. They're great. Like the Korean dress one yep. is fucking amazing. That's the one I normally use. But even the new ones, like I was looking at like the cat Sombra, and I'm just like, this skin sucks. For I love me. that it's skin. Expensive. I, it looks. I think it just looks so bad. It's like a Fortnite skin, you know? Um, yeah, that's fair. I was just like like a bad Fortnite skin i'm just like whatever but whatever you love overwatch you love bad games so that's that's what we gotta say about that uh let's uh take a quick break after after dropping that fucking bomb <laughs> yeah i know let's take a quick break and then we will uh talk about summer game fest for a little bit sounds good and, uh yeah and we are back the ubisoft forward conference is just beginning Ooh. i am not watching it who fucking cares? <laughs> like they're gonna announce something incredible, and we're not. No, they're like, uh, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're. They're not. gonna be they're like, not. I bet you. I'm just gonna guess. There'll there'll be a new Assassin's Creed DLC, a new Rainbow Six game, which I think they already confirmed, and Hyperscape, Hyperscape Two for sure. <laughs> Count on it. I'm pumped for Hyperscape Two. <laughs> How quick that shit talk died, about? Yeah, right? talk about like, just like a forgettable. Whew, that's rough. That died faster than Radical Heights. That died faster than fucking Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm technically is still alive. Like, someone still plays it. Mm, I think uh, it's all Blizz devs that play it. Yeah, or like people that are on that like college HOTS thing they were doing, yeah. the competitive, right? They're like, it's just those people playing against each other like over and over again. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Summer Games Fest was on friday thursday one of these days yeah. i don't remember Some, what it was on a day that's for sure it was on a day I, I i feel like it was friday but i think it should was thursday so uh but it just happened yeah let, 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 that, that being said it just happened yeah. and we're gonna go over all the announcements that happened Sweet. uh this is kind of the e, it's sort of like an e3 pre-show yeah. jeff Keeley did this thing with a bunch of announcements um and some of them were pretty spicy um I was watching it live in chat. I kept typing, uh, when I say Elden, you say ring and no one, no one did it, Yeah, but, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not at all angry first, about that. I swear. I'm not, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> um, but whatever. Uh, first thing that got announced this one, I was a lot of high profile actors. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Andy Samberg, Wanda Sykes, huh. Will Arnett, wow. uh, Ashley Birch as Tiny Tina in Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm not really a Borderlands fan, so I don't really know Tiny Tina. Um, supposedly this isn't a Borderlands game. It's it's its own it's its own thing, whatever that means. Um, that's kind of everything I know about it. I, I assume it's tied to the movie in some way, right? Because I think Will Arnett's in the movie too, right? Like, is this just sort of a very closely articulated you know 
is this a big movie promotion? Is my question, I guess. That's a good question. I don't know. I still can't believe. That's my answer. I still can't That's believe my answer this, to your question. this fucking movie has Jamie Lee Curtis. It has a fucking so many people that I'm just like, how? How did you? How did Randy Pitchford? I know it wasn't him, but like, how? How did you get these people? Kate Blanchett of all people. How did they get them to be in Borderlands I mean, the movie? Act. So this should go to show you that. Uh, actors will do anything for money. Yeah. Any, anything. Which, there is no like prestige, like acting, you know, uh, they will be in anything if you give them money, which I, right? I, which I appreciate if they're honest about it. Right. It's like, it's their job, you know, their job is to do this thing to get paid for it. So I don't think there's anything like wrong with being in a shitty movie because they gave you a bunch of money. It's your job. Uh, it's when you pretend like, no, I really like the Borderlands script super excited to play this character i think it's gonna be great it's like no you just just tell the truth it's fine we're all adults just like hey they gave me five million dollars uh for a month of work so i said yes and i I didn't look at the esposito's in the far cry game yeah exactly far cry sucks like i I think it's we all agree far cry sucks well far cry 5 sucks yeah yeah far cry kind of I mean, I think right. as as like a franchise, it's had some, it's done some interesting things. I don't think it's fair to say all of them are like terrible, but uh, I think it's in a well, like most Ubisoft franchises, it's in a weird place. Would you say Far Cry is a good franchise? I would say I don't want to play it, but it's definitely done some important well, stuff. That's, I mean, okay, fine. <laughs> like I think that's so like it's not like I would like it, but you know, if it's just. If you don't want to play it, it's hard to be like, oh, it's it's good. It's good. You know, it's important. I Something just, can be not fun, but also important. Right. I don't even think it's important. Yeah. I think Far Cry. Well, anyway, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but it's it's done some interesting stuff. My point is like the most the actors you might feel like are prestigious yeah. or in the high points will still do some garbage shit <laughs> yeah. as long as someone's willing to pay them yeah. for it. And I think the Borderlands movie is uh, a clear example of someone just throwing piles of money at a group of people to try and um, goose something that no one's going to be interested in. No one's watching that movie. I think it's going to be really, really bad. Yeah, of course. Borderlands is bad. It is. Right? Like, like that's... I mean... I'd say Borderlands is worse than Far Cry. I would say Borderlands (laughs) is worse than Far Cry as well. Right? (laughs) Like, I think that's easy to say. I think Borderlands is fun. Like... Borderlands is fun for like thirteen year olds. It's, right? it's fast like it's, food. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like fart jokes and stuff. Like it's whatever. It's fine. Yeah, you know, but it's not good. That's for sure. Um, so Tiny Teeny's Wonderland. Uh, I know everyone's excited. So congratulations. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Yeah, this is, is a weird one. Out. You know what's funny? The one thing I took away from this, which one I think it looks pretty cool because Tactics games are cool and Metal Slug is cool. Yeah, but like. Maybe my video, my first video game crush ever was Fio from Metal Slug because, like, this immediately took me back to like Fuddruckers, Neo Geo Machine, like throwing quarters in Metal Slug and picking Fio every time. You know the glasses girl uh, character in Metal Slug. I'm gonna look her up. Just and just being like, just like fascinated with her for some reason as like a. I don't even know how old I was when the first Metal Slug came out, but I must have been like 10 yeah. or something, right? Like, um, let me see. I'm going to find a date Theo for the Gemini. first Metal Slug. Yeah. 96. So I was 14 when this came out. Um, and yeah, I just, 
every time pick Fio, the only person I wanted to play at the at the height of like my puberty, just being like, yeah, I'm all about Fio. I'm all about Fio. I'm a, <laughs> right? I'm a Fio stan. <laughs> I'm a Fio stan, right? And um, and man, I saw her, and it was like seeing like my 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 middle school girlfriend yeah, again. That's I was funny. just like, oh oh shit, there she is. <laughs> there she is. Like, She's aged so well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want her to see me how I look now. I want her to have good memories of me. Right? Like I don't know. Me with like a patchy Maybe. ass beard, fucking fourteen year old Tony. Yeah, it really, um, <laughs> it really brought back and kind of explained so much of my fucking my horny on main personality with like yeah, that's funny video game characters, right? Because I was just like, I was like, God, even back then, you know, like even back then. Yeah, it's always funny when you yeah. when you do encounter something like that. You're like, oh, I really am just very simple. <laughs> sometimes, we, sometimes yeah. we forget, and it's. I think it's good yeah. to be reminded sometimes of like, no, no, you're just yeah. you're just a dumbass. Are yeah, we I'm all? still the I'm still the hormonal child I was like you know yeah. twenty years ago. It's just right? it's just like, Fio Fio triggered it. If she definitely did, just like <laughs> yeah, it flooded back into me the memories of like being a flood wreckers. <laughs> throwing quarters in there i don't want to play samurai showdown get it out of my fucking yeah. face oh yeah those neo right? geo machines where you could like choose like different different yeah, games those are interesting a, yeah any game and so uh it was always fucking metal slug bring up fio fuck i died in like 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. i got see fio i got no more quarters yeah fio's gone the, the, the fucking <laughs> Rome, like romeo and juliet <laughs> yeah two different houses basically exactly like that yeah basically um I didn't, so Metal Gear, Metal Slug <laughs> Tactics. I'm sorry, Metal Slug, for not giving you your due. Uh, I only talked about Fio. Uh, no, Metal Slug. Metal Slug's great, though. I think it's fair to say it's I, a yeah. very interesting franchise. Like those games are. I don't know. We could go on and on about Neo Geo. We should we should ex- talk about Neo Geo sometime in an episode. That'd be fun. But like, they just had a vibe to them of just like the art was so ahead of anything else in, in thing, Samurai yeah. Showdown and Metal Slug and like yeah, Neo Geo is very special. Like seeing that and then Googling Fio and like <laughs> um seeing some of the early Fio sprites, it's like, man, they did such amazing sprite work, right? Like yeah. the fact that on that cluttered ass screen at low resolution yeah, CRT her like falling down on her knees and eating a sandwich, right? Like is so uh translates well and that like language is clear is incredible yeah. to me. Like it's really amazing what they were like just having distinct characters, like doing these distinct animations. Yeah. Uh, beautiful like animations too, like really beautiful detailed. animations. Yeah. yeah, the sprite work is just amazing in those games. Um, and way a- way and ahead yeah, of so its time, I think. A- incredibly ahead of its time. The art in those games is so good. It's so stylish, yeah. like amazing. Like Metal Slug, we we should talk about Neo Geo games again because yeah. I-, I think uh, especially Metal Slug, but um, but like just what. What they did with those things is just great looking games. Yeah, agreed. Like, great. And and they did some weird stuff with hardware too, like the Neo Geo Pocket and like the the weird ass console. It'd be fun to be fun to have a Neo Geo episode one day. Yeah, and you could like bring home like the Neo Geo, like the the console had like full on yep. arcade games. Yeah, you know, like it was like the same shit. Yeah, um, yeah, really. It's like two ahead of its time. <laughs> I mean, and it was mega expensive yeah. at the time too i think was really the problem yeah. right when you compared it to like nintendo and talk stuff, about very was, niche yeah the most um what all right where was i 
So Theo, she always gets you, you know. Just she got me again. You know what I mean? I'm 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 in it again. Hey, King of Fighters. I'm looking at like, oh, what was on Neo Geo? King of Fighters, yeah. Fatal Fury. King of Fighters, cool. Fucking great games. Uh, Death Stranding's director's cut announced for PS5. I did not hear this about was that. The, you did, Oh, this was the strangest thing because the video is literally um, Death Stranding guy. Uh, I forgot what his name is. Bill Stranding or whatever. Yeah, I think it's um, Bill Stranding. And, <laughs> yeah, and he is basically in a Metal Gear base. It's got like the box and everything and like it's it's Metal Gear. Um, and I don't you know, we don't know anything other than the little video. I suggest you watch it. Though, I because definitely will. It is, it's Metal Gear. Like, 100%. It's got, like, the, the guards, like, pacing around the the area. He's kind of sneaking around. Like, yeah, something. It's it's Metal Gear. I don't know what it is. Huh. Um, yeah, pretty interesting, though. I mean, I'm excited to see what it actually is because I feel like there's a, something happening there. You know. Yeah, I think it's funny you, you bring up Death Stranding. Not that you like put it in this <laughs> video, but I just mean like uh, I was watching a video today about Death Stranding and it's just such a fucking weird game. And like you just said, there's something going on with that game. <laughs> and I don't know what it yeah. is, but there's something there. Something's happening. It feels important you know? in some way. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, don't I, I do, I agree. If there's Something's going on, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, Jeff Goldblum came out and uh, talked about Jurassic World Evolution 2. Mm. I remember the first Jurassic World Evolution being terrible. So, okay. Now, is this, Did you play the first one? No, no. I've never been. I, I love dinosaurs, but I never liked Jurassic Park very much. And I thought the I thought the Chris Pratt movies were, were really, really awful. I thought they were pretty bad, too. Yeah. And not in like a cool. The way. first movie is incredible. Yeah, but. it's a yeah, it's an interesting one, but for whatever reason, it's never connected with me. So I never played any Jurassic Park games. So this next announcement was near and dear to my heart. Oh, F- you may Theo remember spin-off. me talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, you may remember me talking about uh, a Korean game I really like called Lost Ark. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's coming to the U.S. Sweet. in the fall of this year. Cool. Um, it's being published by Amazon. Oh. What, yeah, what do you think about that? That might be that? a bad thing. <laughs> that might be a bad thing. But, well, I mean, if the game's um, already I, done, they can't fuck it up that bad, right? And I think I knew this was happening. Um, I don't really remember knowing this was happening. But I, I feel like this came up when people have been talking about it getting published in the West. Um, yeah, the game's done. You know, yeah. I think it's going to get slow p- releases. Like, you know, I don't think it's going to get parody with the Korean version, which probably sucks um yeah but i'm excited to, to try it there's a if you bought the founders pack there's like some betas you can play in and there's one this weekend um but i really was like do i really want to pay for a beta to play something i've already played you know like i, I know what this game is like yeah i don't really want to pay 30 bucks to see what the fan translation is you know like that seems well it's not a fan translation like, no like i've seen the fan translation oh, I see so i'm gonna pay to see what the like like the difference between the I fan translation yeah, yeah, yeah. and like their official right yeah that seems like a um, weird use of 30 dollars right like it seems like the weirdest use of 30 dollars <laughs> like uh so i i decided against it uh that's cool though good for them i mean that's got to be good news for the studio that made it so it's cool to hear it's going to be exposed to more people yeah so the next thing i didn't even 
I'm looking at it on this list and I'm like, what is this game? Um, but it was, uh, the game's called Sable. It's like this artistic hover bike game. Um, the only reason I remember the announcement is because it really was just, uh, you know, Japanese breakfast. No. The band. Oh, nope. uh, the girl from Japanese breakfast was singing the, the song. Like, it was really kind of her just singing a song and they played some gameplay behind it. It was, I'm not a big fan of the band, so I wasn't like, oh, this is great. It's, uh, it's no it like bug fit. snacks. No, it's what, what are they called? Caro, Caro something. Yeah, it's, I don't know, but it's, it's a great a song. Flamingo song. That's all I know about that band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's no bug snacks theme. It is, it's very artsy, kind of like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Japanese breakfast fan, so it didn't really hit me, but it fit. It was very appropriate for what that game seemed to be trying. Um, among us to add hide and seek mode and more. Um, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Salt and sacrifice announced for 2022. Is that the obsidian game? Mm, no, no, I guess it wouldn't be. That'd be it's Microsoft. a 2d platformer. Hmm. Um, like I couldn't tell you they didn't make it off the top of my head, but I'm <laughs> no, pretty I, sure I, they did. Like I'm like maybe I do you know something I don't know. No, they I sneak don't. this one I in. Definitely like, don't. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe wow, you really know a lot about this stuff. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I want to make it very clear. I do not know anything. Um, this game has been talked about for a long time, so it's just finally getting a release date. Cool. Um, Two Point Campus officially announced. I think that's the two point hospital people uh-huh. uh, making a game. Yeah, I don't um, know anything about that other than people seem to really like that game, so that's cool. All all of this seems like yeah. good news, you know. Yeah, Tarkov update, battle in the streets or some shit. Uh, so this new area, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be more like I don't know, deathmatchy kind of, because that game is definitely not that. Yeah. Um, so it's a Stranger interesting things. game. I'd Go like ahead. to check out someday. Tarkov is is good. It's it's unique. It's <laughs> unique. Yeah. Um, and they really go for a level of realism that is sometimes very prohibitive, um, but it's also very interesting, right? Yeah. Like, like things like you know you put on like earmuffs and helmets that like isolate footstep sounds but muffle all other sounds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it, it really you know, if you wear a face mask, it'll protect your face from certain like projectiles and shrapnel right but someone some bullets can still pierce it and uh what is the trajectory of the bullet and the angle that it hit the face mask or the helm like a lot of that stuff so cool you know which is cool but also like i don't know i don't have time to learn it's not fun (laughs) yeah it's not fun but at least it's Um, interesting like like we said time and time again like just being interesting is is so valuable yeah uh stranger things is coming to smite so you get some what? Stranger Things characters and Smite. What the fuck? People love Smite, dude. Yeah. <laughs> My brother, who's older than me, he's a 40-year-old man, and I love him. Yeah. But he plays so much fucking Smite. <laughs> like, that is so funny. It's inc- it's the only thing he plays is Smite, and he loves it. I mean, he probably plays some Call of Duty here and there, but if I ever see him on PS4, he's playing Smite. <laughs> Always Smite. Love Smite. <laughs> And now he can love Smite and also enjoy Stranger Things, the show that's been off Netflix for several years now. Yeah, maybe I should buy him Eleven or something for Smite. Maybe that would be like the perfect birthday present. Yeah, he probably already has it. 
Uh, I don't know if it's out. Oh, it doesn't come out until July 13th, so he can't have it yet. Okay. So I got a chance. Got a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you played Smite? Uh, le- I've played Smite. I played with him one time, and did he, he got be- mad. Did he beat your ass? <laughs> no, I played with him and his friends on the same oh, team. Gotcha. And the first time we played, I got a pentakill, which means I killed the whole other team. Nice. And he got mad at me. Because all his friends are like, oh, your brother is so good, but I'm a fucking gamer. Like, what do they expect, right? Like, like they're a bunch of fucking smite casuals, right? And I play real video games. So what do the fuck they think is going to happen like when I come slug. into smite, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You just fucking clean been, up instantly. Yeah. I've been playing since fucking Theo was a pixel, okay? Like, you think I don't fucking know what's going on around here? You think I don't fucking got it, got it, got it handled in Smite? Is that why you don't play Smite anymore? It's just too fucking easy. Yeah, I'm like the fucking Demigorgon, <laughs> and he's like 11 or whatever or something. <laughs> Although I think she kills the Demigorgon, so that's not a good analogy. Yeah, but yeah, I'm too good at Smite. I've played a couple times. I, I have jumped in here and there. It's a, it's a decent game. Yeah, like it seems cool for that MOBA style thing. It's an interesting take on it yeah. for sure. Uh, Left 4 Dead style co-op shooter, the Anacrusis, officially announced. That's a that's rough, real bad name. Yeah, that's rough. That's a really bad name. Um, I don't know anything about this game. Uh, it's kind of spacey. It looks like it's from the future. That's or cool. Some shit. I like yeah. I like space. Yeah, I like space. Ninjas, space. It's all good. Uh, Cock Media reveals Excuse new me? publishing label. Cock. Oh. Cock. <laughs> do, do you say the CH? I thought it was just like cock. Is it like Coke? Cock. Like the Coke brothers? Yeah, they're the Cock brothers. I don't, think I don't think they're called the Cock brothers. I think that's what they're called. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cock Media reveals new publishing label, Prime Label, alongside a new painkiller game. I'm reading all these from IGN, by the way, if, if everyone's like, What's your source? My source is the fucking Summer Games Fest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, a new painkiller. Yeah. That's weird. I played painkiller the other day. It's not good. Yeah. Payday 3. Is that Starbreeze? Uh, I don't know what it has. Didn't man. they go bankrupt? I I don't know. They probably just... I don't know. These. There is a strange world right now where there are these like, like VC groups yep. just buying massive IPs everywhere. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. And... Uh, it is bizarre. It's really bizarre. Like that TSU Nordic stuff yeah. and like this and like it's it's a weird space. Yeah, like there's gonna be like a, a cock <coughs> cock brothers funded like Darksiders game or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just this weird yeah. morass of bizarre, like Yeah, very strange. It's super strange. Um Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is a vampire battle royale. <sighs> nope. Fucking dope. It's just what I wanted. Finally, uh, new, finally. Ta- <laughs> new Tales of Arise trailer revealed. How oh. much more of this? I gotta go faster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tales, new Tales, Tales of Arise. That game looks cool. That seems right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. You like you like cool Japanese RPGs, don't you? I do. I just never got into Tales games. Well, Maybe I now's should. the time. Is it? Is it the time, Leo? I think so. It seems cool. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Fast and Furious vehicles arrived in Rocket League uh, next week. Great. Yep. That game <laughs> company's Sky, Children of Light, yeah. launching on Switch this month. That's cool. That's a Le very Petit cool game. Prince, arriving in July. Yeah, I, 
actually didn't play it, so maybe I will play it on Switch. Yeah, or just I remember I played on your phone. I remember seeing it, but I, yeah, I never got a chance to uh, give it a try. It's on phones too. Yeah, it launched on Android initially. It's very cool. It's a very interesting. It takes game. a lot of the steam out of it coming on Switch. Uh, Overwatch Two game director shows off Baptiste and Sombra's new look. Mm. Did you see this? No. It wasn't very exciting. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about Overwatch Two at all. Yeah. They just showed like her model for the new game, and it looks the same. And they're like, <laughs> they're like oh, "Dude, do you recognize fucking, her? Like, look, it's her. She's got circuits on her. That was hard. Like, that <laughs> literally was like it, right? It was. Do you think they're gonna try and port so, Overwatch Two to the Switch? What a fucking nightmare! I don't. I don't know. I I, I wish they would just throw Overwatch Two in the trash and be like, "It's not gonna happen." Like, this is a bad. This is a bad idea. Bad call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Planet of Lana is a beautiful offer with Odyssey. We're getting into some real uh, indie stuff down here. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin story trailer revealed. Uh, Endless Dungeon gameplay revealed. Mm. You can stop me on it if you want. Uh, Near Automata's 2B announced for Fall Guys. I didn't see this. Are you fucking serious? That is well, there's so a cute weird. Fall Guys 2B. This is weird. I just looked at it. What does it look like? Uh, I, I want you to see this actually before I move on because it is it is a moment right here. Like the thing I am now looking at is looking. I mean they what finally the like fuck? got rid of the male gaze for two B. That's what that's an achievement. That is right? very fucking bizarre. Super. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about this. Yeah, it's. It's, it's, this is a society or whatever, right? That's the meme. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Zombies creator announces Deviation Game Studio and partnership with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. James Blundell, the creator of Call of Duty Zombies, has teamed up with Treyarch veteran Dave Anthony to start a new studio. Cool. But whatever. Far Cry 6's Giancarlo Esposito discusses his character, Anton Castillo. That's a, that's a uh, great example, I'm sure, that that conversation is really annoying because he's like, I don't care about this. They paid me a bunch of money. That's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. I got two and a half million dollars. It's it not because the script was, is awesome. Like, yeah. Um, uh, Gearbox publishing and Norsefell's tribes of Midgar gets a release date, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Evil dead. The game showcases new gameplay video. Okay. They, they already made one of those. It was on the Dreamcast. Okay, we're at the last one, finally. Back for Blood gameplay trailer shows off a new enemy. I don't care about that. <laughs> and then, which is actually the top of this list, but I saved it for last. Yeah, the only thing that actually happened. You say Elden. I, wait, no. I when I say Elden, you say Ring. Elden. I don't, I don't think so. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's just, it's you. like Twitch all over again. Uh, so... Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Elden Ring uh, official release date January twenty first, twenty twenty two. Uh, lengthy gameplay trailer. Leo, did you watch the Elden Ring gameplay trailer? I did. I um, um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of disappointing to tell you the truth. And and this is coming from someone who hasn't really played any of these games. And like I said earlier, I'm excited to jump into Demon Souls, and I, I know people love them, but it's like uh, it just looked very much like Dark Souls. Uh, but kind of ugly, um, and I'm sure it'll be great. Like he's not going to put out a shitty game. But I, what did you think? I think your perspective will probably be more clued in to 
reality. Yeah, it's weird. I'm sympathetic, right? Because like Blue Point did a such a good job on the Demon Souls remake, yeah. and this game definitely looks worse yeah. than the Demon Souls remake, right? Which is like, is it their fault? I don't know. You know, this game has been a long development. Um, I'm sure it's not uh, the most current, I guess you would say, as far as the tech being used or you know, like yeah. the whatever. Um, so I mean, it looks it, it looks there. like a PS4 game, but you know, there's some really nice looking PS4 games, so that doesn't have to be like a, a criticism necessarily. And I think to be fair to Miyazaki, like Blue Point, not to diminish the work they did, but they did not create a new game, right? They like had a game and made it look insane versus creating. Yeah, they something ran a from bunch of the beginning. Yeah, they ran a bunch of dope tech tricks over yeah. an existing game, which is awesome. Right? Which is yeah, is awesome. Is a feat. Like I think yep. th- that game looks amazing, but. Yeah, it's far different than like writing a fucking yeah. game and and figuring it out and planning it and making something that works. I think this game will be good. Probably, you know, like I think uh, people will like it. I don't think Miyazaki really misses that often. You know, I think some of the later Dark Souls have their um, their weak points, right? But I think they're all still pretty good. Um, yeah, I just think it's a tough time for this. This is their new thing. I think that obviously he's into these games. I think there's a lot going to be a lot of passion into it, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, uh, I just do think it it feels a bit dated from the trailer. Yeah, um, and you know, I think one thing about these games too is they're not easy games to uh, show off in a trailer. Yeah, right, because the combat's not that like exciting to watch right and like Sekiro had very exciting combat to watch I I just saw on Twitter like a a, a, like a video of a Sekiro fight and the camera was like panned up so you're watching it like from a Hmm. like a a third party perspective like a CRPG or something yeah and I'm like wow that looks amazing like that game looks amazing did you see the same thing no I didn't oh I'm like that shit looks incredible like just watching like uh, watching your character just like this boss just diving in with these crazy attacks. You're just like deflect, 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 strike. You know, and like eventually you just mount his chest and just stab a sword into him. It's, it just, it it's it's so exciting to watch. And um, the Souls games have never, they're not that. You know, and so um, I think it'll be good. I think it's hard to show people that don't know what it is, like, um why it's exciting yeah right because that's really not it you know i i Um, I think you're right and i think it kind of ties back to what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about demon souls and kind of how those games are more than just what you see on the screen you know they're like a yeah they're like a whole thing that's sort of hard to articulate and and definitely does not just come through by watching a trailer kind of like breath of the wild right like breath of the wild looks nice but it's funny i thought of breath of the wild too yeah but you're not gonna you can't articulate how fucking crazy and interesting that game is by looking at screenshots of it it's just not talking about them is so much of the value exactly you know um yeah it's so hard to share like even you know like i love the cast in breath of the wild i've talked about this before like the the bird that plays the music for you like the hero or whatever yeah yeah, and I love that shit, and it's like, it's so good, but you couldn't just, like, show that in a trailer, you know what I mean? And yeah. that might be my favorite moments in the game, is, like, the little scroll and him doing the music, and it's just, like, like I really get touched by those moments, yeah. and I, like, love talking about it with people, but 
Yeah, like how are you gonna fucking show that off? Like, where's the, where's you couldn't put that in a fucking E three trailer? Like, where's the value in that? You know. So I think Dark Souls is similar. You know, where it's like, like, how do you explain to someone like your struggle? Like, yeah, you show yourself dying fucking sixty four times on a boss and finally beating him and putting down the control and your fucking hands hurt and you're just like fucking yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do you show that off? You know. Yeah, you can't. I think it's like, a, it's you know, I'm sure it'll be a very cool game. Yeah, I'm sure it will be very cool as well. All right, that's the Summer Games Fest. It's interesting. That was it. Interesting way to kick yeah. off, you know, this season of, these next few days of game announcements. Yeah, when I say Elden, you say Ring. I'm not going to. Elden. <laughs> the audience did it. Okay. <laughs> did they? Are you sure? Yeah, I heard them. I heard them through the power of the internet. Uh, thank you guys so much for yeah. listening. Um, we appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed all the E3 stuff we didn't talk about because it's all happening we will, right though. now. We will. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll all catch up next week. And if something pops up at E3, you want us to talk about it, send us an email. Yeah. podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at podcast or, uh, you know, I I keep saying or Facebook like don't facebook us like you know like i guess you could if you want to i don't think it's gonna happen there's very little chance of that happening for so many reasons you're not you're not my fucking grandma okay (laughs) don't send me a message maybe maybe, please i don't know maybe your grandma's a listener who knows i have no living grandparents okay so So maybe not that so if they send me a message (laughs) on facebook i will be there will be big questions okay yeah Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, and uh, tell a friend. Maybe they'll like it too. If you like it, maybe they'll like it. Yeah. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you, uh, you know, shared us with a homie. That's all we ask. Uh, thank you so much. And go play some games. You want to be the host? No, no. If you want to be the host, you could say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> no, I love it. I think things work great just as they are. <laughs>